let's go, let's go, street pro, street pro, street pro, bottom line, low, canteen, hot take, J-K-N-O, sports professional, you know, you know, we Yo, street professor, I'm back, baby, like I never left, <laughs> bottom line, low, canteen, hot take, J-K-N-O, Oh, 
Yo, my man Jake got my man Jake got a hole in the bag on his face like the Broncos put a hole in his heart. Oh. What up, fellas? Welcome to the bottom line. Jake's obviously wearing the uh, the appropriate sack for his Broncos team. So, oh, it do. Ruben Fonseca. He said, "What, what the hell? That's your dad, man." It was like, I, I, I have, a, I have. A now get on with the show, man. My gosh. <laughs> what was that that just happened? Man. I don't understand. Oh man. Hey, did you want to introduce somebody, Omar? Flo, did you learn to play guitar over the weekend or something? Hey, I know how to play I guitar. I, I don't know that song, but. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. All right, hold on. Okay. You get it? Okay. Omar's got a special guest. This is the yeah, yeah, yeah. Because earlier when we were on, when we when we were on. Uh huh. What up? Yeah, when we were on uh, in the background earlier, you uh, yeah, you my grandmother floating on the camera since I'm at her right, house. Right. So she loves our yeah. show. She watches it every okay, weekend. So I'm gonna bring her and my mom on real quick and just introduce her. Uh, well, so this well, is my grandmother, my mom's, hey. my mom's mother. Hey. Uh, abuela Tata, that's her. She says hello. You're Hi. alive to everybody all over the world. Okay. I love you. Saludos, she said, you. She's also going to sleep now because it's eight o'clock. So. He oh. says, and then this is my mom, Dios le bendiga. the other stream with Dion. Oh, it's Mama, Mama Omar. My beautiful, lovely mother. He's a sports professor. He Hey, I was here. I was at. I saw my whole family um, today. So I know what it's like to see family, have family around. So it was a good time. My son, my son got married. Shout out to uh, Elijah and Ellen, newlyweds. Congratulations, man. Congratulations to them. Anyway, man, what a weekend, Congrats. man. <laughs> Take Jake appropriately with the bag on the head. After this, bro, we'll talk about it, though. We'll talk about it. All right. Hey, hey I got something to say about that bag real quick, though. Oh, real quick? Hey, okay. Hey, 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 Flo. The, the bag on Jake's head, it had a hole right. in it, right? And it's perfectly representative of the hole <laughs> that the Broncos are leaving in Jake's heart this year. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, Omar. Uh, hey, buddy, oh. show up. Jake showed up, so let's He do it. showed up, though. He showed up. I appreciate it. Hey, 1,309. He showed up. He showed up. Group. He showed up, though. That's yeah, 1,309 in the Facebook group. We'll talk about his Broncos in a minute. Thanks to all the Facebook members. Appreciate those who share, like, and do all that stuff. Comment for us. And uh, somebody said Broncos. For, is that you, Jake? Put that on there. Broncos for life. I did. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know we can tell hey, when one of us hey, puts in the chat, right, Jake? It's not right. It's not like it's Ruben. <laughs> Ruben Fonseca, your dad. He put uh, Peyton is thinking about the size of uh, the seven, humble. He will have to eat. So he may have to apologize to Hackett. I don't know. Hey, man. the Broncos are not looking good. And man, yeah, all I was just—I was just gonna say that all that trash he talked. 
before the season. Oh, he hey. gonna eat it all if he don't hey. win games. To his credit, to his credit, it's still early, so you know he got a shot still. But we'll talk about him in a minute. What? Hey, I want to everybody uh, who's watching this YouTube, um, Facebook, Twitter, uh, on our fa- Facebook pages and all that good stuff. Uh, jump in, comment on anything. Hey, let's get into this. Uh, a little Major League Baseball. So, uh, man, uh, it looks like the uh, – hang on a second. It looks like uh, four teams have clinched a spot. Uh, the Braves have clinched NL East. The Dodgers have mm-hmm. clinched NL West. Uh, Orioles have clinched a playoff spot in the AL, and the Rays have clinched a playoff spot. Those are the only teams that have clinched, as far as I know, Omar. So, um, you know, what's your thoughts on the uh, MLB – uh, any any thoughts coming in about any particular team that you feel like is going to make a run or could make a run here in the in the playoffs? That's not necessarily the top team, huh? Go ahead, y'all. I'll let Is y'all it? go, and then I'll go. Yeah. Anybody y'all, y'all see who can ahead, make a man, run? Yeah. You want me? I mean, baseball. I mean, I'm strictly Braves, man. The Braves look phenomenal, man. I mean, they got a 96 and 53 record. I mean, that's right. that's the team I'm really banking on. The Braves, uh, I think the Brewers may be able to make a run with their record 84-65. Right. And the, the from the, um, and the Dodgers from the National League. But American League, man, don't sleep on Tampa Bay, bro. Tampa okay. Bay, the Rays look good. And and it's hard to say with that Amer- American League East, man, everybody's team is playing above 500. Yeah. Except for uh, one team. They're like slightly, they're like, Point seven percent, whatever it is, they're like almost at five hundred. So, what what team is that, Kenton? Who uh, the Red Sox? They're almost at five hundred, but they're not oh. quite at five hundred. But okay, okay, man, my sleeper team out of all of them in Open American League. Okay, Astros, Houston, Astros. Oh, Houston. <laughs> okay. Houston. I know okay. the Braves gonna be there for sure. Okay. But Houston, don't sleep on Houston, man. You got a sleeper team, Jake. That's not my sleeper team is the Phillies, man. They're gonna they're gonna okay. do the unthinkable, and they're gonna okay. beat everybody. Wow. Say, so, man, my, yeah, so the Phillies actually, are gonna whoop y'all. So so the Braves. Yeah, they'll beat the Braves. So so for Jake, they know y'all too well. Right now, bro. They know y'all too well. You be ready. So Jake's all in for the Phillies. So now we know that they he's still their faith to losing. Oh. Well, the Phillies will be out soon. Jake is on. I'm just yeah, whatever. And you know what, Flo? Let me uh, let me back you up on that with a little bit of a statistic record-wise here for the fans. All right, go ahead. Um, so go ahead. in the past two weeks since the last time we talked baseball, the Milwaukee Brewers, who are canteen sleeper team, are actually 11 and eight in their last 19 games, uh, while mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Phillies, who are uh, Jake's sleeper team are nine and ten in the last 19 games so the Phillies have been stumbling a little bit the Brewers have been moving ahead I really love the top three rotation for the Brewers you got Corbin Burns uh Freddie Woodruff I'm sorry Freddie Peralta and Brandon Woodruff that's a top three that can get can compete with anyone so they would be a sleeper team to watch out for in the NL that being said I gotta agree with Ken I can't see anybody going above the Braves and the Dodgers, they're just two good of teams that are pieced together really well as complete T 
teams. Like, even when you look at them, the only thing you might be able to see as weaknesses is possibly the Braves' bullpen depth and also the Dodgers' starting pitching since Clayton Kershaw is the only one still standing from opening day, which is amazing since he's the oldest guy on the staff. Um, so that's what I would say right. about that, uh, the National League there. Okay. Okay. Hey, and so... Uh... Uh, I, see, I see that my, my Braves snuck into that. I mean, my uh, my Rangers, Rangers snuck into that very last spot. It's still kind of up for grabs. You think my, my Rangers can hang on to that last wild card spot? What do you think, Omar? Hello, yeah. oh, man. You know, I, 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 I have to eat my words, right? Because I told you okay. that Texas was not going to hold on. I figured with the injury to DeGrom, it wasn't going to help. Right. And then I definitely figured when Scherzer went down, you know, with the yeah. recent injury, because now if anybody didn't know, Scherzer is out for the rest of the season. He has a minus ladder injury, which is what Justin Verlander had at the beginning of the year. So he's not going to pitch the rest of the year. So Texas doesn't have them. That being said, Texas, while they have stumbled a little bit in the last week to a, a three and five record, they've actually been playing really well in the past month. And overall, right. they have a 600 winning percentage in the month of uh, August. And okay. so they are sitting there right at that last, like you said, wild card, one game in front of Seattle. And the only reason I'll say that they're going to continue there, they're not going to jump again above Houston. Houston has Framber Valdez. They got Justin Verlander. They got Jose Altuve right. back. They got a complete team. They're going to be up there with the Orioles and Rays, as Ken said, right? The Orioles are a surprise team of the year. But the Mariners, yeah. who was my sleeper team earlier in the summer, they've fallen off. They've completely fallen off within the last month. They're four and nine in their last 13 games. So, um, yeah, I see Texas holding on to that uh, AL West. Um, Let's number, go. Oh, sorry, the number, the number uh, last wildcard spot. Sorry. Okay. All right. So, uh, what about I, I kind of, you think the, Mar the Marlins can make a run? They just swept the Braves. Uh, in, in a little, you know, they played them recently. Uh, they had a pretty good stretch in July. Uh, they kind of fallen out a little bit in August. Uh, but what do you think that they have a chance to uh, make it a push here in the in the postseason? What you said, the Rays, or you said Mar Marlins. Marlins. the Marlins, the Marlins. Assuming they can hang on to that last wild card spot. Man, right now, yeah. Because yeah, what we talked the other day, doesn't it seem like like they always make a run every so many years? They go and win something. Or was it was that Miami? I thought that was Miami that we talked about. I, the I, other day. Yeah, I think the Marlins, man, it's it's gonna be tight, man. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be tight with them trying yeah, to squeeze. It's tight for that last spot, but I don't know. It just seems like every now and then that Miami wins it, and then they're no good for another decade or something. I don't know, something like that. I know. I just know they. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is the exact plan of Miami every 10 years. They get right. really good. They get to the championship. They even might win a championship. And then they break it down and tear it all down. Um, right. That being said, they're uh, they're behind the Reds. Or sorry, they're ahead of the Reds by one game. Okay. Um, but behind those Chicago Cubs for the last spot. I think Chicago okay. Cubs with their depth of their of the depth of their uh, rotation um, right. and their lineup, I think that they will hold off the Reds and the Marlins. Uh, so that would be what I would say. Okay. All right. Y'all got any uh, questions, any playoff questions or any other comments, guys, uh, for the MLB before we move on? Some college football. Omar? I mean, uh, Jake, you got anything? 
I'm good. I just don't know why you're looking at uh, the Phillies like they're not going to do anything. They just <clears> went <throat> to the World Series last year. I don't know what's wrong with them. Is that not experience? I mean, you are right, now? though. You what's are... going on? It does. It does. You're completely right about that, Jake. Last year, the Phillies made an, a very impressive run right. from the summer throughout to make it to the World Championship. The thing I think is, I think they went a... Um, they got ahead of their skis, basically, so to say. They started playing really well mm -hmm. out of the break, and I think they got too hot, and they kind of flamed out like a star, and now they're starting to stumble. And the thing about baseball is you need momentum going into the playoffs. That's why a lot of times right. those teams that win those last yeah, wild card just, spots, yeah. they end up in the championship <laughs> yeah. because they had to win so many games to get that momentum into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. All right, so I appreciate it, man. Let us know what you think about the uh, postseason coming up for the uh, Major League Baseball. A lot still to be decided as far as the playoffs, uh, especially in those wild card spots. So just let us know what you think. So let's do a look at this bounce into some college uh, football. I'll mention a few games, and then you guys can jump in with any games you want to mention or comment on the ones we're going to talk about. But what about, uh, man, Florida State number three struggling with Boston College. Man, they escaped with a win, 31-29. Is this going to – I mean, you would think this would hurt their, their ranking and they would drop in the polls a little bit. What do you guys think about uh, Florida State struggling against Boston College? And they still rank number – and it, and it's Florida State, what, four? And they four yeah. now? They, they drop, I haven't checked the polls, so. Yeah, they drop, they drop one. They drop one? Okay. So you I think it's a bad, bad sign or is this just like uh, – it's just bad. like one of those things that this – Nah, that's bad. That's bad. bad. Okay. It's, not it's bad. When you struggle against a one and one team and you're undefeated, and you struggle against a Boston College team like that, yeah, it's bad. What do you think, Omar? That was this was your one of your picks to possibly be a sleeper or a dark horse to make it into the top four. Yeah, I mean, you didn't I, pick them. I, I <laughs> definitely you had them. Yeah, definitely. No, no, no. You're right, but they weren't. They were my outside sleeper team. You're completely right. right. Yeah, that was, that's true. Right. What do you think? Is this hurt their chances? I thought chances that was Jordan or? Travis, uh, uh -huh. who was playing really well before. Yeah, I, right. before he got injured, right? right. They, were, they were playing really well. But Jordan Travis got injured in the third quarter. He went down. Um, and so that might have, you know, not might have. It did affect his play and the rest of the team's yeah. play the rest of the game. While I think that a loss to Boston College is unimpressed anytime. Um, I do believe that it is, uh, or, or sorry, close. Uh, 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 I don't think that this earlier, this early in the season, unless it was a loss or a substantial blowout, I don't think that they're going to lose rankings for just beating them by a little bit because it is so early right. in the season. Right. So you think a loss would have been more detrimental than just a close detrimental. game? Okay. What do you think, Jake? Oh, get the, um, if they'd have lost, they'd they have been done. Hold on, hold on. Omar, they play Clemson next week. They don't look so good. So let me tell you this. Your momentum is now dropping. Then you got to play Clemson? What's going to happen here, Omar? I feel they had a fluke win against LSU week one. I feel they're no. not doing that so well. No, and I think they're going to end up being a probably, at the end of the day, probably top 20, 25 team in the, in the, in the whole entire <clears> college at the end of it all. Because they'll lose to Clemson this weekend. And then they're nah. going to lose to Duke, I think, in three or four weeks. So it'll be an easy, easy chance. I mean, you can't really call a, a, a blowout victory a fluke. And they blew LSU out. 
And LSU I don't think LSU was ready. Yeah, they did blow LSU out. I don't think LSU was ready. That being said, I think, I do think you're right. I do think they lose to Clemson this weekend because they're playing at Clemson. Uh, and that could definitely hurt their chances, although being a divisional game or a conference game, they can still play them in the championship. And if they were to win the ACC championship, they would still have a chance to get in, even with the loss to Clemson. I, I, I like Florida State over Clemson. I think Florida State going to beat Clemson. Clemson ain't making that much noise, especially the quarterback. The offense ain't really clicking like that. Mm-hmm. Dabo's yeah. about to show him what's up. You watch. Okay. You heard he needs to win. Dabo needs a win desperately. He needs anyway, to win bad. He needs a win. Yeah, just I mean, to, I mean he's gonna win. Yeah, he's gonna win. Beautiful upset. We'll see. Should be a good game. All right, so uh, one other game I want to mention, then you guys can tap in on any games. Uh, Alabama struggled with South Florida, kind of an ugly mm-hmm. win, seventeen to three. I mean, South Florida doesn't have a great team per se. Uh, does this mean that maybe Milrow comes back in? I mean, they can't. They seem like they're not settled at quarterback. They're just they're so here, all kinds of trouble. Go ahead. Here's the thing. M- Milrow's the guy. They already got Milrow in the saddle for this week. They play Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is going to beat Alabama. I think Ole Miss got a oh. great opportunity. Lane Kiffin going to come into town and beat Nick Saban. Milrow's back in the saddle. Here's where they went wrong. He played two, well, he played two quarterbacks Saturday. Right. The other kid came from Notre Dame transfer. I mean, his numbers were five and nine, 73 yards. They had Rashad Williams, 17 carries, 129 yards, one touchdown. And then they had their receiver, DePerre, one reception, 45 yards. Alabama looks horrible. They look like garbage. They look pathetic. Their biggest weakness is their offensive line. Their offensive line is horrible. Everybody is a quarterback. They don't have a good, a good offensive line, and that's going to be their struggle. I think. Right now, right now, Alabama is at number thirteen. I think they're going to keep dropping. This really? is not their year. This is not their year. The team that mm-hmm. I predict to win the SEC West will probably be LSU. LSU will win the West and be Georgia. Be Georgia LSU. Be Georgia LSU come December. Shout out to Hot Take Jake. <laughs> he predicted it. After <laughs> what I've seen so far, what do you? What do you think, Jacob, about this Alabama win that looked kind of ugly? Well, it's a fir- very few times I agree with Canteen. Very few times <laughs> the drunk man right, but I got to oh. give it to him. I got to give it to him. He's actually right. Alabama's about to reel, and they're going to reel fast. There's already reports, I don't know if y'all have seen it, that this could be Nick Saban's last year. His I last think year. he's already seeing the ending. I think yeah. he better understand this should be the ending because there's no yeah. more of uh, just four teams anymore. Yeah, he's about to do, go through a gauntlet now, starting gauntlet, next year yeah. in college football. Open up. Yeah, yeah I put, retire I put, right now, buddy. I put that Texas shows you what's up on our on our page, and people were telling me I was lying. I was like, it's just a rumor out there. I didn't say it was yeah. true, but yeah, people gave me a no, hard time about that. True. Yeah, it could be true. I don't know. Uh, any any Gaelic games you want to touch on? Hey man, hit that George A. So man, flow. I was kind of nervous. Right, man, unranked South Carolina came in against Georgia, ranked number one. Man, Georgia struggled. Man, Georgia struggled. South Pretty Carolina's easy. defense was solid. Man, I, I, I'll go through the numbers. Man, Spencer Rattler, twenty-two for forty-two, two hundred fifty-six yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Carson Beck, twenty-seven for thirty-five, two hundred sixty-nine yards. I mean, we we're struggling on offense. Our offensive line is weak. Our defense got a lot of holes. 
and Mike Bobo is not a Todd Munkin. We need Todd Munkin, a person that knows how to call plays. Somebody, sound the alarm. We need an offensive coordinator. We need an offensive coordinator. Bro, <laughs> if Jordan don't tighten the ship up now, Florida may beat us. Florida stunk. They stunk Tennessee. They stunk yeah. Tennessee. And yeah. I'm worried about Florida, man. What y'all think about Georgia struggling? A little bit against South Carolina. Offensive coordinator, bro. What do y'all think, Omar, Jake? I think I think it's the same stuff over and over with those guys. Uh, they won't luck out this year. Uh, they're probably going to lose here soon. I wouldn't be surprised within the next two to three weeks. Who do they play in the next two to three weeks? I could have sworn yeah, I saw so we, uh, we got, Tennessee we got, coming up. We got UAB, then we got Auburn, mm. and we got Auburn in two weeks. Okay, that's it. That's it right there. That was the team I was thinking. Auburn. Yeah, that's an upset. Auburn yep. beats them. I, I'm calling Auburn's, it now. Auburn's 3-0. and They look pretty good. They're looking pretty good this year. Uh, and then also the other team, uh, Kentucky, looks pretty good so far. 3-0. and uh, I want to warn everybody real quick that uh, I know everybody was worried about Texas going to the SEC. About, oh, man, Texas ain't going to make it. I'd warn the SEC about Texas because oh, we're looking like a beast of no other. Hey, that's why you picked them in your Ooh. top four? I didn't know they were going to do this good this fast. I, I, I picked them. Who picked them? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you also picked Texas Tech to be a top 25 team. Yep, and they will be. They will. Oh my God. No, a top 10 team. My fault. It'll happen. It's, it's early. It's early still. We're going into conference uh, play. Never seen a three a two loss team. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. You say never seen a three loss <laughs> team make top 10? No, uh, and they're going to lose the third one here soon. It looks no. kind of, It'll happen. I mean, I just think the SEC looks kind of – doesn't the SEC look kind of ordinary, though, now, y'all? It's like – They look a lot weaker. There's, 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 there's no spectacular the team. The rest of the yeah, there's not a dominant – Yeah, usually there's, there's no, no extraordinary. spectacular team standing out. You've got Georgia right. there's not a big, playing – There's not a big That's dominant not the Pac-12. Right? Because remember, dangerous. you used to have Georgia, Alabama, LSU – and now you don't have anything. And then Florida was in there for a little while. The Pac-12 is the best conference by far. Right now, sense. yep. I agree. Not the not SEC not is not looking <laughs> ordinary. You got the dogs playing down to North Carolina. You got right. Tennessee losing to Florida. I agree. Florida. I think Ole Miss is going to come in and, and take out Alabama. I know that I picked yeah, them to be in my top four, but it does not look good for Alabama at all. At all. It looks right. bad. Oh, and the fact that they exactly. also say they're going to bring back Milrow, you don't even know if they can because the reason they didn't bring Milrow back into the game this weekend is because of the way that he handled being taken out of the game at the beginning of the game. He didn't handle it very well, so they didn't put right. him back in. So I'm hoping that he'll be able to redeem himself. But like Jake said, the Pac-12 is the best team, is the best conference in the league. And you got hey, UW you there with Michael Penix Jr. <laughs> routing Michigan State. Having Michigan yeah. State college fans going home early, the student section looking like no one went to the game. But um, you got I want to caveat on something, man. USC playing really well, so I agree with Jake there on the Pac-12 being the best conference. But if you think about this, Omar, man, Michigan State, they going through a lot of crap right now. I mean, they just terminated. I mean, Mel Tucker's an idiot. He's an idiot. For that contract he had, they terminated him. He lost his contract. They ain't got a head coach. I mean, I think that brings a lot of uncertainty to an organization it's crazy yeah and like you said sure uh, like and, you said, Omar, and I, I agree with that okay go ahead no no go i ahead. just want to say one thing one thing i agree with that I, that that when you take the head coach away that right that's going to affect the team and you 
usually it does happen uh, within that first season. I just didn't expect it to happen the first game right away. I figured they'd be able to roll on with the coordinators. But I do have something to say about this situation. And this is not going to be a hot take, Jake. This is going to be a serious take. Omar, uh, professor, oh, uh, right now. I completely Sports agree professor with is in, is in hey, the classroom. Mel Tucker is... Mel Tucker is an ignorant moron. You have oh, to yeah. be one of if this is if if the story is said to be true. Allegations, right? The allegations. The girl Brenda Tracy has been going around to college campuses for year years teaching kids about sexual assault and how not to do it. And you're telling me you're celebrating this victim who has gone from college to college to college. You even made her the ceremonial captain of Michigan State spring game. And then you're going to sexually assault her? Like, if this is true, that man wow. has no moral compass whatsoever and deserves everything None, he gets. But be, it's our be, allegations. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm right. not to be fair, game, to be that's fair, the story. Omar. Right. To be fair, Omar, they've had multiple conversations, well over 30 to 45 minutes. And if someone's not into the conversation, they're not going to stay on the phone for more than a couple of minutes at most. And so I don't know. Yeah. There seems to be some consensual things happening there. And now maybe he cut her off or maybe she's she's, you know, scorned. That's a possibility as well. Like I said, these are allegations, but it's kind of odd that she was she would stay on the phone 30 to 45 minutes to an hour talking to this guy who's supposedly harassing her. These are all late night calls and they're on the phone for a long time. So it just seems, you know, there's two sides to the story. And, and you're, you're right. If, if it's true what he's doing, it's a it's not a good it's not good at all. But I mean, like I said, there are two sides to the story. You got anything no, Jake, yeah, on that? And no, I, no. If, if Omar, I hope right, you're right. Proof. I hope it's consensual. I really do. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what I'm hoping also. Because if not, yeah, he's a piece of trash. Yeah. Toes, All man. right. So, yeah, yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, yeah, some controversial things there happening, and and I think the thing that looks bad is that she's an advocate for you know your victims and stuff, and then now he ended up having some kind of relationship with her. Whether it was consensual, it's still look. It's still a bad look for him, even if it was consensual. It's just a really bad look. For it's him. a bad look, man. There's no matter what, it is so a bad look. So many women right. in the world that right. that Mel Tucker, the coach of Michigan State, could pick right. up at a bar, at a restaurant, on the street, right. on campus. Why? Uh, why the lady who teaches against sexual assault? Right. That's right. what doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. That's the one you leave alone. That's right. the one you don't get attracted to. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just stay away because it's a definitely a bad look, even if it was consensual. Like, about yeah and so real quick let's let's go to uh and uh, your your dad says always two sides so uh correct colorado state in colorado those is big yes, going into that they were 23 point underdogs and gave colorado buffaloes all they could handle uh man a lot of stuff going on in that game it went into uh double overtime i think uh, it's just a lot just the competitive of the game, one of the late hits that got, you know, everybody's been criticizing. And then the, the late game heroics by uh, by Sanders, uh, Shadur Sanders. Just a lot going on in that game. It did turn out quite how Colorado had predicted. Uh, you know, they were kind of saying, you know, they, they made it personal. And so they made it sound like they were going to, you know, really beat them down. But it was very competitive throughout the game. 
what do you guys think? Get, what do you guys think? Uh, we'll start with Canteen. We'll go to Jake, and then when Omar comes back, we'll talk about it. What do you think, uh, Cam? Hey man, the magic in the Rockies, man. It's the magic in the Rockies, man. As I as I've said all season long, man. I love what Coach Prime is all about, what he's bringing to the table, what he's doing, and all the, you know, pomp and circumstance, bringing all the different people in and doing the different great things that he's doing, man. They're 3-0. and right. I, don't, I don't like the poll, how they dropped them down one to 19 or 18. I think they should have moved up, but Duke, Duke is 18, they're 19. Man, Shadur Sanders is that guy, man, 38 for 47, 348 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. His, uh, right. his other son, Shiloh, got caught the interception, ran it back, took it to the house. Man, this game was it was great. They, they played it down to the wire, but they were able to overcome adversity. The whole other coach, uh Jim Norville and his his beef with a coach prime, I think that was absurd. I think that was too much over the top. But again, they win. And 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 the late hit, I think the guy should have been tossed out of the game, man. Should have been ejected, targeting should have been gone, but that's a whole other story for a different conversation. I think and then that, 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 was a, that was a defensive penalty. People were saying that could, shouldn't have been called on Colorado State. They kind of turned the game a little bit as well. I yeah. can't remember the name of the player, but yeah, that it should have been targeted. The guy should have been done, ejected. But yeah. I mean, there so was a whole one, lot. There was a whole lot of beef going back and forth throughout the entire game. Right. This right. week, I think I think Colorado got they they got they got a lot cut out for them. They play against number ten uh, Oregon State. Oregon, I mean Oregon. Dan Lanning, old Georgia boy, Alabama product. Yeah. I think they're gonna dust them off pretty good. I don't know because I mean they're they're missing their number one player, their number one skill player. Uh, Travis Hunter is gonna be out for four weeks. Yeah, Hunter. So this so is I, a lot of time I, to be out. Four he's weeks. out for three, four weeks. So yeah. I I like Oregon. They got Oregon and they got USC. Right. So they, they might what take you, two two L's. What are your thoughts, Jake, on this game? Colorado State, Colorado, anything? I think this game showed the adversity of how great Deion Sanders is as a head coach. Okay. And I'm going to add this in. Are we sure Caleb Williams is the number one pick of the NFL draft this coming up here? Oh. I saw Shador Sanders play from the two and drive down the field. And he didn't have Travis Hunter, like you said, because he plays wide receiver too. He's a two-way player. And he drove down the field and marched down there. I think, you know what? This was an upset all over. I think they right. should have lost. They didn't. And I think that's exactly what they needed before their two biggest games of their Let's lives. Yeah. And I think they're going to beat both of them. You think so? Dion will not lose to either one. You heard it here first, and I'm going to tell you what. Oh. Hey. Yeah, Omar is shocked as ever, per usual, until Jake is right. Which is far okay. and few between. Go ahead, Jake. So wait, so wait. Oh. So the one or a few times that you're right, we're supposed to respect all the horrible takes that you have. Right now, Omar, the line, the Lions. Now they took a step back, but them Dolphins look pretty dangerous once again this this week. Did they not? Yeah. As I'm saying, they're facing Oregon and they're facing USC. Do either of those two teams have a good up, defense? Omar. Yeah. Do either of those two teams have a good what? defense? No. To be fair, Jake. So, I uh, think Shador Sanders is going to mop them up. I don't know why he said the other way around. He will mop and where, them up. And where is Colorado's defense at? What are you talking yeah, about? And their exactly. defense is suspect. Their defense is suspect. <laughs> That's fine. Colorado's they let a Colorado, they let a subpar Colorado State team hang around. If yeah. You, 
Exactly. Exactly. If you're looking and, and, and I think the front, the front front four. Go ahead. Go ahead, Omar. And then you go. Go you ahead, go Omar. Omar, go ahead. Let me finish my point after you say this. No, I was just gonna say if you if you're letting that if I'm saying if you letting Colorado State put up that many points on you and Oregon just put up 80 the other day, albeit against a bad team. What do you think? That, no, there's no. They're gonna lose both of these games, especially not having Travis Hunter their best player. Um, anyway, yeah. my bad, Cam. Yeah. Right. No, what I, I think saying, Travis, I, Go ahead, Cam. What I was saying Sorry. is like Colorado, their front four is weak, man. On defense, they're weak. They're, to me, they're very, very weak, and they got subpar defensive back. I think Shiloh Sanders is decent. He ain't no top tier defensive back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Go ahead. We're going to finish up, Jake. Look, listen I to this, guys. Are they playing a the top defense? If oh, they're ahead, playing the yeah, top defense, I completely get it. But they're not. That's the way you got That's the way you have to look at it. They're not playing the top defense. And and guess what? First one to 60, I'm taking Shador Sanders in a, in a heartbeat. And I'm going to tell you this right now. <laughs> speaking of Denver, speaking of Colorado, hey, Denver, uh, if we do have to pick up there, I wouldn't mind getting Sidor. <laughs> Good luck with that. Do you want to tank the season already? I'm saying if we end up keep I mean, losing. Oh, our yeah. season's not over just yet. You're, you're going to have to get somebody to replace Bum Russell Wilson anyway. You might have said uh, Bo Nix run all over. Oh, you would have thought Colorado. that the Raiders won this week the way that Omar's talking bad about the Broncos. Yep. We'll see. You would have thought. Hey, Shout here's out the thing, to though, about Car, Mar. We see you. Uh, yeah, Colorado's yeah. defense is bad. Oregon's going to beat them and USC. Yeah. yeah, here's the thing. Colorado beats them both. The, the bad thing Go ahead. for Colorado. Go ahead, is, yeah, the bad thing for Colorado is is uh, and there's shout out to you, uh, hot take, Jake. But uh, the bad thing for Colorado is that they uh, they lost their number one kind of dynamic player on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go against probably the best team they've played so far this season in USC. And USC, despite their defensive troubles, they've done what they're supposed to blow out these teams, unlike Colorado has not done that. They have not been able to do that. So we'll see what they do with Arizona State. They should beat them handily. Uh, you know, they may struggle because Arizona State's halfway decent. I mean, and they could come up and, you know, this is their kind of their, their big game for them. But we'll see what happens. And then in a couple of weeks, you know, Travis Hunter's not going to be back yet. And you can, you're going to need him. About four weeks. Even with Travis Hunter, I think you would it would be hard-pressed. So they're going to struggle. So without him, it's going to be really tough. I'd be more worried if Shadur Sanders was injured. That's well, the best course. player on that team. Well, of course. Shadur Sanders is key is a key to that, to that defense. But I'm just saying – uh, without Travis Hunter, it's you're going to be hard pressed to beat a USC team that is highly ranked right now and is playing well on offense for sure. Defense is is better, better than last year. They were terrible last year. They're a, lo- a little better, which is kind of all they needed was to just be better on defense. And now their offense is really clicking right now. Uh, Caleb Williams is playing like the number one pick and uh, in, in the in the draft. So we'll see what happens the rest of the season. It's still early. We'll see what happens. All right, any other college games you want to guys want to hit on before we go into the NFL from this past weekend? I'm good. All right. 
So any games you're looking forward to? I think y'all mentioned a couple. Any of the games you're looking forward to in week four for college? Week four. Any, any games you guys are kind of, hey, I want to see that game this weekend? Everybody really keyed up on that Oregon Colorado game, man. You know, right? Yeah, don't give me prediction. Oh, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Notre Dame, Ohio State. Okay, like Notre Dame over Ohio State. And and I think I guess we all kind of we're all kind of leaning Oregon. Or are you you guys picking Colorado in the next game? What do you guys think? I'm going Oregon, man. I'm going Oregon with a blowout. You going Oregon too, Omar? Colorado all day, man. I don't. I don't bet against prime time. Uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not going to be a blowout, right? It's not going to be a blowout. But yeah, again, look, you're starting to go against real Pac-12 teams, and like Jake, right. if the Pac-12 is one of the better conferences out right now, if not the best right now at this point in time, then you have to take into account how much better of a team Oregon is than Colorado. Colorado is playing right. really well. <laughs> one of my favorite stories of the year. Like Mel said, you know, um, shout out Mel and, and the IOW Network. What up, Mel? Um, you know, Coach Prime is doing his thing. I love it. I love how he gets other coaches riled up. I love how he sold $4 million worth of sunwear. But that doesn't equate to wins. And Man. it has so far. But when when it comes to crunch time and you're playing real opponents that you, like they are now, that's when it's go time. And that's when you got to prove yourself. You would have thought that's that they hadn't played TCU before. or something. Now they hadn't played somebody good. You would think Man, that, that Omar saying that like that. No, TCU. Oh had a, they lost a lot of starters, and we all know TCU man, was not The way you're making the last year. they're playing Alabama, uh, Abilene State, or something. My gosh. I mean, they're they're, they're a legitimate team, legitimate team, right? But at the same time, it might as well be Abilene Christian instead of Texas Christian. With the way they yeah. look, they shouldn't even have oh, been gosh. ranked. We told you that TCU should have been ranked 50th, not 19th. So it doesn't matter. Not 19. But, oh my! You will plus, eat your crow next week. You will eat your all, crow next week. Well, plus look at all the points that Colorado gave up in that game. That wasn't like it wasn't like they blew out TCU. They gave up quite a bit of points. It was you know to, to a TCU team that, to be honest, had, didn't have all their people they had last year that that gave them that right. good offense that, that they that they went to the championship with. So, yeah. Anyway, prime time. We believe. We yep. believe prime time. We'll see. Let's see what happens. Hey, so uh, real quick, hey, uh, hey. Uh, hey, you put you put up a good game, Ohio State and and Notre Dame. You want to talk on that real quick? What do you think is going to happen there, Canteen? And then everybody can touch on that real quick. Bro, I'm going Notre Dame, man. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, okay. Dame man. Notre Dame for us. It's number six versus number nine. Notre Dame four and oh, Notre Dame got a great record. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I like the quarterback at Notre Dame, man. Sam Hartman's put up some great numbers, man. Sam Hartman looked good. You look at what he did right. last week. I mean, it do 60, 64 for 64. I mean, it's passing record 64 for 90, over a thousand yards, 13 touchdowns on the season. Right. The kid sure. looks good. And I like the coach at Notre Dame, too. Okay. The Korean American guy, the Korean black guy. I don't know his name, but I like him. I like I like his coaching style. And I like what he brings to the table. But I believe they're going to upstate, upset Ohio State. And it's in South Bend. They ain't going to lose okay. at home. Notre Dame ain't going to lose at home. Okay, what do you got? What do you got, Omar, for this one? Omar? Yeah, I mean, Can makes really, really good points. Um, Notre Dame is regaining three key starters this week. Linebacker J.D. Bertrand, safety D.J. Brown, and tight end Mitchell Evans. Um, 
that gives them a really good chance. That being said, I think Notre Dame is still forming together as a team. I believe while they've played well, I think Marcus Freeman, uh, the coach there, I think he still has a little bit of work to do to get those, that team uh, running as well as Ohio State is. Right now, Kyle McCord has encompassed and encumbered himself as the QB1 there at Ohio State. And Ohio State with Marvin Harrison and the rest of the crew mm-hmm. has looked awesome so far. So that being said, I'm going to take Ohio State in about a, in about a 10-point victory. Okay. What do you got, Jake? Yeah, I don't see no upset there. I think uh, Ohio State doesn't lose until they see Michigan. So, uh, I think Canteen has probably drank one too many Jack Daniel bottles today. So, <laughs> that must be it. I don't think he drinks yeah. Hennessy. He don't drink, he don't, he don't drink Jack Daniel. So. But, yeah, maybe. It, bro. Hey, yeah. you know what, though? Hey, hey, I do <laughs> agree with Mel, though. Mel had a comment. He said, I think Ryan Day is not a great coach. I agree. He's not a great Ryan coach. A great he coach. Not, he's not a superb coach. He ain't. Nope, I don't yeah. agree with you. Good point. He's mediocre. For sure. Yeah. He could have won the championship <laughs> last year. What are you talking, man? Against who? We are, for the most part. Because oh, because he's blessed with all five stars. Four and five stars. So, I mean. He's got a chance to be great. Yeah, Michigan fan. That's why. I see. see. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I kind of agree with with a lot of you make some good points. Uh, I feel like this is, you know, Notre Dame always does this, and, and, and you know, especially when they have pretty good teams, they have pretty solid teams. Like you said, they're still coming together, Omar. Uh, this feels like one of those games. Um, this feels like one of those games where um, Notre Dame kind of wins when they're not supposed to. And then they'll end up probably losing to Penn State or somebody and then lose another couple games. But this is getting like their big win. Neither team has really played anybody thus far in the season. So this is like the first big game. They're Like you said, they're in. Uh, they're going to be playing in, in South Bend, right? South so, Bend. Yeah, so I think Notre Dame's going to play. It's a, it's a primetime game. This is kind of the game that Notre Dame comes up and wins and does well. And the defense, you know, gets some turnovers. I don't think Notre Dame, you know, this may push them into the top five, depending on what happens for everybody else. And then, of course, I think they'll just falter again and lose two or three more games. But this will be the big game for Notre Dame this year that they may get a big win. I just feel like they're going to take out Ohio State. And this might this might be a kind of an upset. I, I agree with Canteen on this one. All right. Any other games you want to talk about before we move to NFL? <clears throat> Nothing? Just as a quick right, note, nothing that I want to, nothing that I want to go deep into. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Right. Amen. Nothing no, that just, you want to go deep. Two games in the back twelve. Nothing that I'm going to go into. Uh, but okay. Uh, Utah and UCLA, number eleven versus number twenty-five, and then Washington State versus Oregon State, which I believe is fourteen versus twenty <laughs> something. So two top twenty-five games there as well. Is this Mel still? Hold number from last coaching staff. That's why he's winning, but give him time. He will look like your Broncos. <laughs> is that is that Mel? That's Mel, Jake. You and Mel got this thing going back. That's Mel. Woo! This guy is such a hater, man. This guy is such a hater. 
His lines better get back on track, man. I had them winning that game whole entire season. Come on the show, man. I'll send you the link, man. Let me know. All right, hey. Let's go to a little NFL here. So, uh, which it's kind of one of those questions, you know, you kind of hit right now. uh, But which 0-2 team is already in trouble? The season is all but over based on how they played, injuries, etc., uh, we'll go around the horn, Canteen. Give me a team that's 0-2. And, you know, that's not necessarily the end of the season, but it's not good when you start out 0-2. Only uh, 17% make the playoffs starting out 0-2. But <laughs> the team is 0-2. <laughs> like, I, know, I think I know where you're going, Canteen. Which, which team is already 0-2 and they're in trouble? The season is just pretty, pretty much over. Go ahead, Canteen. Man, listen. I really got, I really got, I really got two teams, man. Okay, um, give, give us your, your 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 first thoughts on the the team that really you think it's over for them. It's it's the Broncos, man. Nothing against Jake. I mean, it's just the way things have fizzled out for them, man. They've they've had a tough break for the first two weeks, man. First two weeks have been bad. I mean, you go back to opening week. They, I mean, they 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 could have beat. Who did y'all lose to week one? They lost to uh, the Bumass Raiders. They lost to the Raiders by one. The and last last night they lost. They lost a close game to the uh, to the Commanders, man, by three by two. So I mean, they haven't been bad marches of losing. They just lose close games. Lost um, a total of three points. I mean, for the rest of the way for these guys, I mean, they got they got the uh, Miami Dolphins this week. So, it ain't okay. looking promising, and then. Um, who do y'all got out the Miami Dolphins? I think y'all got like a five, maybe. The or Bears. Something. Got, no, the y'all Bears. got the Bills. Y'all got the Bills. No, so the Bears. We got the Bears. The Bears and the Bills. Then the Bills. We'll have the Jets after. Yeah. We don't I got don't the know. Bills they they get, you get a little bit of a break there. And my other team, man, I'm I'm really shocked. Well, don't take I'm, everybody's I'm team. What if somebody else wants that team? Oh well, somebody else may pick this one. Go ahead. Yeah. So caveat on that one. But you. You can caveat off of them though if you want to. Yeah, go, all right. All right. Yeah. All right. I, okay. And then we can we can caveat any, any anybody who anybody picked. But what do you think, Omar? What's the team that zero and two and the, the, the season's over already? I mean, the Jets is obvious, but I mean, what do you think, Omar? Other than the Jets? Yeah, I was uh, I was just waiting very very patiently, but in my mind, I was like, pick me, pick me, pick me. I've got good answers. Hey, you can you can raise the Broncos too if you want. Oh, oh no! Wait a second. I've got, I've got one for you. Oh, this okay. is going to be one of one of the greatest things I've ever said in my life is about to come out of my mouth right now. Oh wow! I have, including the team that Ken just said, I have three teams for you that seasons are over at zero and two. Okay, we'll big one though. Ooh. Okay, okay, that's fine. Just I'll save the third one for you. I'll save the other ones until I everybody got, goes. I agree. Okay, I agree with you. And Broncos oh. are for definitely done. That's it. The Sean Payton experiment with Russell Wilson's over. Get it done. Hey. Go out. Go back and grab somebody. Else. Who'd you have? Who'd you have? Who'd you have? Go grab any of those black quarterbacks you've had in the past ten years since Peyton Manning. 
Uh, that's over. Also, uh, this is going to make me very happy to say Brandon Staley and the Chargers are done for as well. They're done. So, uh, both of the oh. rivals, I am very happy to say, are done for the year. Oh, and I was on a show last week where the Chargers fan stated that if Brandon Staley goes 0-4 or the bye, he will be fired and Kevin and Kellen uh, Moore will be uh, uh, input as the head coach. Wow. The Chargers season is all but done, huh? Okay, that's a good one. I I, I thought about them as well, uh, you know, because so many so many aspirations and hopes for them this year with, with getting Kellen Moore. But I told you all about Kellen Moore from the, from the beginning. Anyway, go ahead, Jake. I will caveat off anybody's picks. What's your pick, 0-2 team, that the season is just it's over? It's a little sad. Um, Wait, can he choose the Broncos too? He, yeah, he can choose the Broncos too. <laughs> He can choose Shut his own team. Him. I doubt that he will, but. <laughs> uh, the only reason I'm picking this team is because I'm hearing that that there was a re-aggravation to his injury. Oh. I'm a little worried about the Bengals right now. Um, mm. And I think they're the only team that can toe-to-toe beat Kansas City other than the Dolphins. But uh, I. I think that he re-aggravated his hurt, uh, his calf. I want to say, and they're saying Joe Burrow is not looking good right now. So it's a depressing first two weeks. Um, right? Didn't you pick them to win or something? I had them in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Don't worry, Miami's still looking legit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're 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 gonna scare they're they're scaring me a little right now, and right. they're okay. they have a tough a tough schedule. Okay. Poor guys. Poor guys. Okay. Yeah, and uh, who called that early in preseason? I said this injury is going to linger throughout the season. This, this uh, you and Canteen, there. Canteen said that as well. Yeah, I said this injury is going to linger. Yeah, me and Canteen were all over that one. Had said this is this looking more serious, and it appears that it is going to be the Jets link. to do something. Yeah. Man, yeah. Hold on, man. Okay, hold so on. let me let me pick mine, and uh, I, I thought about the Bengals, and I thought about the Chargers, uh, Omar. I think those were two teams. And I even slipped in the Broncos in there, um, and was thinking, man, the season's over for them. But I think the one I'm leaning towards is the Chargers. I was leaning toward the Chargers because Brandon Staley is supposed to be a defensive guy, and his defense looks horrible. They spend most of their money on defense. And the defense looks terrible. They brought in Kellen Moore, right. who everybody thought was this great offensive coordinator. He's and, I told him not. and he's and they're not looking good so far on offense or on defense. The offense has played halfway decent. Herbert hasn't looked great under this new offense. And I think this is probably the beginning of the end for the Chargers. I agree with Omar. I think they may end up finishing last. I'm not even sure. I have to look at their schedule. But, man, the Chargers look terrible. I told you all about Kellen Moore. That he's not that great of an offensive coordinator. People pumped him up just because the Cowboys got rid of him. And you see how the Cowboys are doing without him spectacularly, which we'll talk about later. But uh, they got Minnesota Cook coming up who needs a win desperately. And they, they looked pretty good last week, even though they lost. If they wouldn't have had all those turnovers, they could have been in that game, really won that game but with the Eagles. Uh, and so, and then they got Las Vegas, which, you know, who knows how Las Vegas playing by then, uh, give them another game. Then they got Dallas, then they got Kansas City. So, I mean, to be honest, they could be, by week seven, they could be one in five. 
you know, it could be just Las Vegas or Minnesota as their only win going into Can going into Chicago the, the next week. So I think this is the beginning of the end for them, uh, for, for the for the Chargers. I agree with Omar. I think that's that, that's what that is. All right, so y'all want to caveat anybody on anybody's? I, I kind of caveat on a couple of people, but I don't think that the Broncos is supposed to them. But that's my caveat on the Broncos. What do you, any, oh, you said you oh, have it's, a, it's over for the Broncos. It doesn't matter. There. Okay. Okay. Uh, you said yeah, another yeah, Jake, go, uh, Jake, go call, go call Sean Payton. Tell him to find another quarterback. Uh, and tight ends is Greg Dulcich just out. Uh, yeah, any, Patriots, any caveats? New England Patriots are nothing, baby. They can't even score. No. Oh, wait, 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 wait. They can't do anything. Mac Jones is <laughs> oh, trash. Patriots. Oh. New England Patriots. They're done. Okay. Now, done now, 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 Patriots look halfway decent last night. They did. They were, and they think they, they played, played pretty good against the Eagles. Against the Eagles. Miami only edged them by seven now. I mean, I think Miami played a bad game, really. I don't think, I don't know. I think it was the other okay. way around. I think Miami had a bad game. And, but I do agree with you, Flo. I think Staley's done for there. He is a defensive yeah. coach that has just not done his job. So. I think this job, team, man. I'll add this team right now because I think they're going to lose. They might be winning right now. They're losing. Uh, everybody was so high on them Steelers. Um, I think once they lose tonight, they'll be 0-2 as well. And uh, oh. I can't, I can't okay. wait to make fun of that uh, Mike Tomlin bullcrap that y'all throw out there. That Oh, man, he's never had a losing season. That bullshit. <laughs> Come on. Hey, okay, we'll I see. I mean, we'll that, that was Flo, but, but, I, but me and Ken did ride with him. Me and Ken did ride with him, but that was Flo. That was Flo. Hey, it's still a young season. I believe in the Steelers. They're up 7-3 right now. So we'll see what happens uh, with the with them and the Browns. Uh, we'll talk about that game in a minute. Oh, do you want to give Hey, so uh, hey man, other, I was, I, I was hey, caveat. Oh, you can say another one. Okay, go ahead, caveat then. Before you, you just jumped off, man, I um, the Bengals, man. Yeah, mm. we talked about this, man. That injury looked worse to me. It felt like a bad. In, in their sign. next three, four, in their next three, four weeks, I mean, they got the Rams, Titans. They'll beat the Cardinals. Yeah. Y'all gonna play them tough. 49ers and Bills. They got they got a, the next you know four, five weeks gonna be tough on them, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Bengals is a, is a, is a, could be a decent pick. Yeah, you know, back in training camp. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Omar. No, no, go ahead. Finish your statement, Flo. My bad. No, no, I'm just saying it just it just looks like a bad sign for them, uh, especially because of Joe Burrow. I mean, that's their their key person on offense. You can't lose a quarterback like that, and, and you know, it would, uh, to me, they should have just held him out. For a couple more weeks, let him get healthy instead of trying to force him to get into game one. I remember I thought that he might miss the first three or four weeks. And that probably was a better idea than let him miss three or four weeks because you're still 0-2 at this point, and you may be 0-3. I don't know, but you should have held him out the first few weeks and let him get fully healthy and then try and make a run after that. But, I mean, I guess hindsight is twenty twenty at this point. Go ahead, Omar. Yeah, no, I'm just agreeing with you and Ken because I remember when he had that injury in training camp, I said that I didn't mm -hmm. think it was that bad because it just right. didn't look that bad to me. Um, right. But we should but we should have known that the more time they kept him out and the more that he wasn't coming back and everything like we should have we should have known that he just wasn't he wasn't right. And you're completely right. right. He just has not shown that he's right. And without being right. without and we know that players will try to compensate for things like calves or ankles or things like that, that they will try to play with and compensate, which will make their throws bad, especially for quarterbacks. 
your motion, right. your little, your Dak Prescott little, you know, even, even though even moving around in the pocket doesn't work very well. You know what I mean? Moving around in the pocket, you know, slight movements in the pocket. You don't realize how much you use your calf muscles just mm-hmm. to make small, quick movements. And so, yeah, you could be right, Jake. This could be the beginning end for the Bengals. I'm gonna hold out hope, but man. Without, without, I'm worried uh, about him. Without Burrow, man, quarterback, and without him, news. he can't do much. Bad news. It ain't looking good, for sure. All right. Any other caveats off the 0 2 that we're talking about? They ain't, ain't going to make it. If not. We'll move to the next question. So, like I said, 17% of the time, 0 2 teams make the playoffs. Only 17% of the time. So, which 0 2 team do you have? If you have one that you think will still make the playoffs based on what you've seen and all everything. Is there an 0-2 team that you think, hey, they're 0-2, but they still got a chance at the playoffs? I, you know, if you believe there, that's true. Anybody? Right, let's go to you, Jake. I know you probably got one. Probably your Jimmy Barco, but. Come on, th- this is the biggest thing I'm gonna have to say right here. Okay. <laughs> Russ, this is your last game. This Dolphins game is your last game. Whoa. Now, hold on. I believe if we do not beat the Dolphins, he will be benched. And Jared Ooh. Siddham will start. And I have us coming still to win a wild card spot. Because wow. I believe if you saw the 41-0 to beatdown we did to the Rams in the preseason, it was Jared Stidham that was throwing that ball left and yeah. right. The confidence is shot right now with Russ. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with Russ. He's not looking the same. I don't know if Ciara is just holding back love or what's going on. I feel very sad. Right. But I feel like you. Lo- I feel like you had love held back from you when you were a child. This is ridiculous. You want Jared Stidham in there? Like he's gonna be any better than Russell Wilson? They are both Jared some Stidham, trash. I'm telling know, you right now. Sean Payton was our hey. backup last. I'm telling you right now, Omar, they paid a lot of money for Jared Stidham for a backup. And I, it wasn't just to see him be a backup. If Russ does not perform against the Dolphins, I'm telling you right now, Jared Stidham will start and we will go on a winning streak with Jared Stidham. Okay. Sean Payton, I am in your ear. I am saying what everybody needs to hear. I got you, brother. <laughs> Sean Payton is doing a wonders at coaching. It's Russ. We were up 21 to 3 yesterday. That's all Russ, man. He didn't know how to hold it. And Vance Joseph sucks. Fire him. Fire him, damn it. <laughs> okay. Let's go. So we all kind of knew where Jake was going with the 0 2. <laughs> but he makes a valid argument. I, I I understand. I can't believe he's turned his back on Russell Wilson. Super Bowl goals <clears throat> when Russell Wilson showed up. Last year. He was yelling Super Bowl goals. <laughs> You got one. You got one. It seemed like you didn't like any of the O and two teams, Omar. You got one that you think can still make the playoffs. No, actually. So I'm going to completely contradict everything I just said about the Bengals. Um, if <laughs> Joe Burrow can actually get his calf healthy, the Bengals have a good enough team to where they can come back and make the playoffs, especially because the end of their schedule is a little bit on the on, on the weaker side. Um, uh, but if not them, then the other team I would probably look at is the Vikings. Uh, I'm surprised oh, the Vikings oh, are only yeah. two. Um, Kirk yeah. Cousins and, 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 you know, Jay Jettas are doing their thing. Justin Jefferson is the first player to have 250 yard plus games in his first two games right. of the season. Kirk Cousins has over 700 yards. 
within the first two games. So that could be another team I could see. Coming back. So you took two teams. Come on, Omar, give somebody a chance. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You got okay. one. Uh, you got one. Uh, can't. Man, the team. The team I want to say. Depends on how the depends on how the AFC East balances out, man. I think right now the team in the driver's seat is Miami. If the Bills can hold up and be substantial throughout the duration of the season, don't be surprised. The team the team that I think that's gonna sleep in, don't sleep on the Patriots. The Patriots the Patriots mm -hmm. got a chance okay. to sneak into the playoffs as a wild card. Wow, okay. Patriots. What do you like about them that, that that you think they could still make it? Belichick, man, don't sleep on Belichick. I mean, Matt Jones, decent quarterback. They got decent surrounding role players in the organization, and I like the offense coordinator, Cutcliffe. I like, I like Cutcliffe. I hey. came out of Alabama. We need to get a drug test for Jake, apparently. But listen, man, listen, listen, Flo. This week, the Patriots got the Jets, Cowboys, Saints. Raiders mm -hmm. and Bills. I think they'll win at least three out of those next okay. those next few games. They don't have a quarterback. Oh, okay. So, so who is take Matt Jones, Matt Jones, or, uh, Russell, Russell, Russell Wilson, or Matt Jones? Russell Wilson or Jones? Right now, that's Omar's dad. That's Omar's dad. Oh. I'll take Jared Stidham. Yeah. Okay. Who would you take, Flo? Who would you take? Um. I mean, you guys already oh, kind of picked who I was thinking. Um. You know, since if, 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 if Burrow's healthy, they got a shot. But I'm gonna go with um, Minnesota. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with Minnesota. I just think that the AFC East is just – it's too tough. Even with Aaron Rodgers out, that Jets defense is pretty tough. Uh, Bill Buffalo is going to be kind of up and down, but they'll play well when they play New England. I just don't think New England's got enough on offense. They're kind of like the Jets. They're a little better at quarterback. they got a really good defense. And so they're probably going to play at close games. I just think there's – it's just real competitive. Miami looks like they may have run away with this division, depending on how Buffalo does. But I got to go with with, with the Minnesota. Uh, I like the way they played there. Even though they've lost both their games, they played well against Tampa and Philadelphia. They played really – I mean, they, they almost – they kept it close despite like four or five turnovers. I mean, if they can just clean up the offense, their turnovers on offense and special teams, Brian Flores has that defense playing pretty well. Uh, they're, yeah. they're kind of a bend don't break defense. They give up a lot of yards between the twenties, but they, you know, when it comes to the point, sometimes they, they, they bow up and they, and they hold people. They got a couple, you know, they were able to get some few turn turnovers. I think the more that Brian Flores is in this, in this defense, the better they're going to be as the season goes on. So I think the Minnesota Vikings, because defense was kind of their detriment last year, if the offense can clean up some of the mistakes that they're making, uh, you know, just simple mistakes. I think that the Vikings could make a run for the playoffs as well. I agree with that. All right. <clears throat> Let's go. Let's talk about these games. Uh, I want to apologize for taking your picks like to say. <laughs> but I would like to say that I appreciate you agreeing with everything I've said today. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you are the professor and uh, I, I defer to the professor. 
I, I've learned from the professor. Uh, even though he, he can get, you can get a little emotional sometimes, and then you're like, you're no longer the professor once you get that emotional state. But uh, <laughs> when you're when you're when you're cogent analysis and you're and you're in your your right mind, uh, I like your analysis. All right, so uh, uh, let's let's talk about Broncos real quick because we talk, we kind of spent a lot of time with Broncos, Jake. <laughs> what happened in this game? Anything good? that you can take away from this game because we know what Jake thinks. Omar, anything that they can take away or you truly believe this is it's over for them, for the Broncos with this Commanders game that they lost in dramatic fashion? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, keep going. No! chance for them to come back. I'm not joking. I'm being serious right now. Russell Wilson is, and I did not want to say this at all because I thought that with how good he had been, that he could keep it going, but Russell Wilson is just showing that he does not have it anymore. Sean Payton as a coach, uh, I still think he's a little rusty coming back from his year's layoff. Could he prove to be good in the end? Sure. Is that going to be with Jared Stidham? No way. Um, so if it's not going to be with Russell, it's not going to be with Jared Stidham. It ain't happening this year. Then you're going to have to go find a free agent, and, and you better hope that if somebody Sean Payton knows her, it ain't going to happen next year either. The Broncos are done. Jerry Judy is still hurt. Cortland Sutton can't catch a cold, and Javante Williams couldn't run through a soft silk curtain. And you think you think that was evident from this game with the Commanders? Yeah. I mean, okay. even Patrick Sertain was getting, was getting uh, 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 you know, taken by Terry McLaurin. So... Okay. Um, you know, when your best player is getting beat, uh, no, he was on defense, you just you just doesn't got it. Okay. You got anything on this game, Canteen? Broncos and Commanders? Any caveats? Hey man, y'all y'all make hey to be honest, man. The Broncos made Sam Howell look like a superstar. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Howell he looks like a star. star because I said he was gonna be a star. Listen to what I'm saying now on this game, twenty seven for 30, 27, 39, 299 yards, two touchdowns. Y'all make sound how the defense supposed to be their their strength. So like a star, y'all made that Robinson kid. What's that flow? I said when the defense y'all made the commanders look good, look good. The commanders are undefeated, right? They're two and zero. Matter yeah, of fact, I'm gonna give you guys a fun fact. All all four, let's see, all five of the teams that Deion Sanders played for in the NFL, they're all undefeated. All of them are undefeated. Okay, that's okay. That, I mean, I don't know what that means for Dion. That, that was just a fun fact. So oh, I, like the stat. Okay, I like the stat. Okay. I like the stat. Okay. I like the fun Okay, it's a fun fact. Okay, go ahead. You have yeah, something yeah. else? But do I do I think that Bron- the Broncos? They got. The, I mean, y'all need to sign a quarterback or bring Jared Stidham up to the helm. Man, I don't. I don't think that Russell Wilson gonna take y'all to the distance. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be fair. I'm going to try and be fair here and, and give us a little bit of cogent analysis because um, that's what I do. Um, the Broncos have a chance. I don't, you know, they lost this game, but I don't put it all on Russell Wilson. He had 300 yards passing. He had three touchdowns, only one interception. He looked decent. He looked more like the pa- Russell Wilson of past. Uh, he even ran it for 56 yards. Uh, and I think that you have some bright spots, even though you don't have your full – 
a plethora of wide receivers. Mims had 113 yards. He looked pretty decent. I think if if I don't know if it's that serious, you know, because you're saying that if he, he doesn't do well, I, I think Russell looks good. I can't put this game on Russell. Completely. I think he played really well. This was he looks better. He's moving around better. He had a better game. I just think this is one of those games that you just can't make those, you know, you make those little mistakes. Uh, it's going to cost you an end because it's going to be a close game. Uh, and I think me and Jake both said that I thought the commanders were going to be a little better. I didn't think they were going to be a playoff team, but I thought they would be decent. I thought Sam Howell was still a, a year away, but maybe he's not a year away. Maybe he's ready to go right now. But I, I think that the next game for the Broncos, probably the next probably the next few weeks for the Broncos is going to be key. This is this is a key game for them. Uh, I feel like they're going to play Miami close. I feel like they're going to play Miami pretty close. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised with an upset there. Uh, but if they go 0-3 because the, the Broncos really need this game. Go down 0-3 is devastating. They have zero chance. Okay. I mean, that's fair. But I, I think they have a chance against Miami. I think this game will be closer. I don't know if they'll win it, but I think the Broncos will play this game close. They're in Miami, but this is a big game for them. If they lose this game, then I will say the season's probably over. Uh, 0-3 is a big, big deficit to start out the season, even though they have Chicago and the Jets next. Uh, but then they go to Kansas City, Green Bay, and then Kansas City again. So they cannot afford to go 0-3. And then, because if they if they can at least win one game, one and two, then they can play Chicago and the Jets. Chicago doesn't look good at all. And the Jets, of course, right. don't have a quarterback. So they could. those are winnable games for sure. So they can go one and three and then win those two games. They'll be sitting better to, to lose one of the Kansas City games. It wouldn't hurt as much losing one of those Kansas City games and maybe pulling one out. Because you know they're not going to win October the 12th. You know they're not oh, going to yeah. win Thursday night football October the 12th. Dang. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's what I think about that game. So uh, let's talk about Omar's team, the Raiders. Uh, let's let Omar go. This is his team. What do you think about this game that the Raiders played? They won their first game against uh, the lowly Broncos right now. And then they didn't look too good against the Raiders. I I, I felt like they would maybe start, maybe they'll look better. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on this, on the Raider game? Omar. Yeah, uh, I'd like to just skip this game completely and not talk <laughs> about it. Um, the Raiders are trash. The Raiders okay. are almost as much trash as the Broncos are trash. Okay. Um, they will both be fighting for the most trash team in the AFC West uh, with the Chargers giving them a late push until they somehow win a late game, late season uh, to not be. Um, all joking aside, the Raiders don't look good, y'all. Um, okay. While Devontae Adams is an all-pro and had a really good game before getting hurt, uh, and while he is cleared from the concussion, you still got Jacoby, My uh, Jacoby Myers out with the concussion. Hunter Renfro still received no balls, um, reckless, uh, received no passes at all, right? Uh, uh, the tight end, Michael Mayer, still hasn't come around. Tyree Wilson had a horrible first game with a 46.5 PFF rating. Didn't play much better the second game. Max Crosby is about the only thing good out there on the defense. Um, that's Well, you know what? I take that back. The secondary did play better this weekend with Marcus Epps, Marcus Peters, and Ja'Cory Bennett. 
But the defense is not good enough. I'm sorry. I knew they were going to get blasted by the Bills. I don't remember what I claimed the score to be, but I think I picked right. a 34 to something low score, 17 or something. I knew it was going to be a blowout. The Raiders aren't good. Jimmy Garoppolo is not good. He's average at best. When he had a good squad around him and with the 49ers, they could win games. It's not that way with the Raiders. They're not going to win games. Um, and again, you're going to have to try to get out of that Devontae contract at some point if you want to. I, I wouldn't, but I mean, he's going to want to get out and you're going to have to try to get something for him. And I don't know. It's a mess. It's an experiment I never wanted. And I hope Josh McDaniels gets fired as soon as possible. Mm. Okay. All about so you, you hold no hope. Anybody else got anything to go off for? I mean, he kind of covered it, but. They are who we thought they were. They suck. <laughs> 38 to 10 tells you something. They shouldn't have even beat us week one. This is what frustrates me with the Broncos. Because we lose to bum teams like that. The Raiders had no fight whatsoever. They look like trash. They look like what Omar looks like every day. Trash. Oh. Hey, let's not get personal. Yeah. Oh. I'm getting mad at Omar right now. Hey, who the Raiders got this week, man? They got Pittsburgh coming up. That's a winnable game. Oh, they got Sunday night football. Sunday yeah, night. No, hey, 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 no, 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 no. That that is not only a winnable game. I actually believe the Raiders will win that game. A Sunday night game in Vegas. Oh, okay. I think Kenny Pickett and yeah, the yeah. Especially and especially if they were to lose tonight and go 0 and 2, then they yeah. definitely would lose to the Raiders. Right. If they win tonight, on, then they have a slight you're gonna lose to you're gonna beat the Steelers. I do believe so, yes. You better stop that, Omar. Be honest with us. They're going one and sixteen, aren't they? I believe, I believe the Steelers. I believe that. Uh, no, that's that's not happening. They're going to win at least four games. At least um, they'll be right there with the Broncos. The Broncos might have five, but we'll see. You okay. are so lucky that y'all beat us last week because I'd be <laughs> eating it up right now. That means we on the tiebreaker. So all that means is y'all have to suck bad enough to lose as many games as we do. And you'll be the worst. Hey, I think I feel like Omar's only only solace this year for the Raiders is they beat the Broncos twice. And you can brag about that all year long. If they beat the Broncos twice, I think that'll be Omar's you know consolation prize. Here tonight. Here tonight. That'll be his consolation prize. All right. All right. All right. Anything else? You got anything canteen for this game? Canteen? Let's get to the okay. best game of the night. Let's get to the best game of the night. The Cowboys and the Jets. <laughs> Let's go. The Cowboys versus the Jets. Uh, game, you know, they, they played halfway decent for about two and a half quarters. And then it was pretty much over. And the Cowboys uh, kind of took over. Um, and that's just kind of what happened. Uh, you want to get mine and canteens first? Or you guys want to go first? Go ahead and go. Go ahead and blow this fake stuff. I gotta hit the bathroom. Let me go real quick. Let All right, go, go ahead. Let me go real quick. We'll let Ken go, go and then and then I'll go and then we'll see what Jake. Yeah, I just I, just, I just gotta hit. The, I gotta hit the bathroom. I know this is y'all's team, so I'll leave this for y'all. That and I'm gonna say what Jake just said. The Cowboys okay. are who I thought they were. They are out here, complete team, butt whooping opponents. Micah Parsons looking like Lawrence Taylor times three. Let's go. That's all I gotta say. All right. Omar, Omar Flo's still. Omar, Omar, Flo's paying you, man. Hey, Flo, 
Yeah, go ahead, Kenji. Man, Prescott. Man, Prescott, 31 for 38, 255 yards, two touchdowns. Pollard got 25 carries, 72 yards, and CD Lamb, 11 receptions and 143 yards, man. Our, our, our offense was clicking on all cylinders, but our defense, I loved, I loved, I loved, man. Listen to what I said. I loved how Michael Parsons was rushing off the edge. He looked really, really good. Um, uh, what's the guy? What's the other guy's name? Uh, Hurst. Hurst looked really, really good, man. Stephon Gilmore. Hurst. I think Here right we're now we're 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 probably the most complete team besides the 49ers in the NFC right now. No, that's that's how I feel. We are complete. What we talked about on Saturday when we did the other show with the other gentlemen. Right. Man, everything we talked about, the offense showed up, the play, the defense showed up, and we are a well put together team. We don't need Kellen Moore. I think Mike McCarthy's making great decisions by calling plays. Right. That 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 don't need to be a lot. We don't need Kellen Moore. I told you, hey, Dak don't need to do a whole lot. Dak don't need to do less. Dak just needs to do just enough to sustain. I like the Cowboys in the NFC Championship right now. Let's go. Let's go. Go ahead, Jake. So just to uh, burn Jake's ears a little more, uh, this game, it kind of went how I thought. I thought the, the Jets would keep this game a little bit close early. Their defense is a solid defense, uh, but eventually we wore them down. I think I, I don't. I do like that we did do well um, on offense, and we got to show some of our offense this time. The last game we didn't really have to; it was just mm-hmm. such of a blowout. Um, but I like that he did have 255 yards, two, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. I like really? that. I don't like that he threw it 38 times. I think that's a little high for him. Uh, I feel like we should have ran a little more, but I get it. You want to kind of let him kind of. I, I like the I like the fact that we played well on offense against a really good defense. This is a solid defense, and I like the fact that Prescott was able to play well and not get any 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 costly turnovers or anything like that. I don't like he threw it so much, but at the same time, we need to keep him around that 30, 32 mark. Uh, for the most of the season, you know, this is okay for me, but I like that it opened up the offense a little bit more and I, the defense looks just as dominant. Uh, but of course they don't have a quarterback. So I'm not, I'm, I'm impressed, you know, cause we see how the giants did. They were able to come back and win a game that they were losing by double digits. And Daniel Jones, like I told y'all would bounce back. He looks better. He looked a lot better in this game. And so that makes me feel better about the Giants that maybe they're a decent team that we just made them look bad. And so I, I just I just like all overall we're doing really well. I'm looking forward to uh, future games, and I want to see how we do against other teams with decent offenses, right? A better offense. The Giants were okay. Uh, we know that the Jets were compromised without their, their starting quarterback. Aaron Rodgers lost for the season, of course. And so I want to see how we do maybe against New England. Uh, they have a decent quarterback, Arizona. Uh, you know, you just don't know. They did look pretty good against the Giants for a little bit. But, and then, you know, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, I think San Francisco is going to be the big matchup to really see where we are. 
against the, the, another top NFC team. That will be a big matchup on, uh, what is that, Sunday night? What's October 8th? Right, two weeks from now. Two, three weeks from now. Sunday night football, looks like. So, yeah, that'll be a big key matchup for the NFC. I feel like we should win. I feel like the New England game could be a trap game just because everybody's looking forward to San Francisco. So that could be a trap game for us, uh, kind of looking past New England. New England at that point could be, you know, have a losing record. And so, or still have a losing record. So we'll see what happens. I think I just, I felt really good. I'm still trying to be toned down my optimism, but I felt really good. The defense does look like it could be the number one defense throughout the year, but we'll see what happens. Jake, go ahead and praise my Cowboys. Go ahead. No, I'm about to speak honesty. What I've seen the past two weeks is he played the Giants, who I saw the Cardinals whooping them 28-0. to zero. They just don't have a decent enough defense, and we know they're tanking to get Caleb Williams. And last week, or yesterday, you played Zach Wilson, who is worse than me playing quarterback right now. So I see nothing legit from the Cowboys yet. Nothing In legit. fact, this is the same exact Cowboys of the past years prior where they beat bad teams. You're lucky that your your schedule is just so just made for y'all. I guess Jerry Jones pays Roger Goodell how he wants the schedule made because now you get to play the Cardinals, who are tanking next week, and the Patriots, who haven't been good since 2021. So the thing I'm saying to you is October 8th, you better put your big boy pants on. You better put your shoulder pads on because you're playing a team that's beating y'all twice. Not once, but twice in the playoffs. And they will show you exactly who y'all really are. And okay. y'all will get stomped to the mud. Wow. Boom. Stop with this. I, I saw your podcast. That guy's all, y'all are all eating each other up on how great y'all are. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Man, get out of here. We are great. Even Omar knows we're great. All right, so. Any other caveats on this game? So we've talked about a few other key games uh, throughout the week. Uh, any games you guys want to touch on before I pick pick a couple? Maybe you'll pick the same ones. But this past weekend, anything y'all, y'all saw from any of these games that y'all want to touch on? I know we touched on a few of them just based on the fact of the 0-2 start. Um, uh, I was going to touch on... Falcons uh, Green Bay, bro. Falcons Green Falcons Bay? Green. That okay. was a hell of a game, bro. Right. That was okay. a hell of a game. Two mediocre teams Man, facing each other. The came back out of two touchdowns. Jay, what are you talking about? <laughs> and that's the best I've ever seen Desmond Ritter play. They lose this that's week. The they lose play. this week. So The Falcons <laughs> will play the Lions, and the Lions shouldn't have lost last week. Uh, yesterday, they shouldn't have lost. They shouldn't have lost to the Chargers. They lost to the Chargers, right? No, they lost no, to the Seahawks. They, they lost to the, yep. uh, the Seahawks. Seahawks. The Lions will win next week. Hey, They'll bounce whoever back. In the, uh, in the comments, hey, what's his name? He is carrying the Falcons on his back with the run game, man. I mean, let's let's look at let's look at the Falcons numbers, man, on that game right there, man. 24-25. Hey, uh, the you played Korean the Packers, guy, uh, man. They're rebuilding. The Packers look pretty good. The Packers <clears throat> are rebuilding right now, man. Come on. If you what look at, doing? If you look at and Love's numbers, man, he went 14 for 25, 151 yards, three touchdowns. Desmond Ritter went 19 for 32, 237 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But the bulk of what the Falcons did yesterday was carried by B. John Robinson for 19 carries, 124 yards. And the Falcons got a pretty decent defense 
as well. Grady Jarrett, one of the defensive tackles, defensive, whatever you want to say, and and they look good. You got any? I think your heart's too into the Falcons. I think no, 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 no. The Falcons are the sleeper team for the NFC South. I think the Falcons win the NFC South. What do you think about this game, Omar? Dan talked about with the Falcons and the Packers. Omar. Yeah, I actually uh, I picked the Falcons to win this game uh, okay. at home. I did think that Desmond Ritter did play better. Um, I do think that uh, the Falcons have a good setup there. Arthur Smith is a really good coach, um, yeah. and they have mm-hmm. the pieces in place that if Desmond Ritter can get better and learn to grow with Drake London and have Bijan Robinson balling out as he is right now, um, their defense is a young. Uh, hard-hitting defense uh, that that plays till the till the whistle is blown. So next week, that's right. my feature game to look towards is the Lions okay. and Falcons. Detroit. I know we're going to talk about that later, but that's two teams that are just going to get after each other. Two um, offenses that are going to be you know getting a little more a little more dynamic, not as good as their defenses, but that's definitely the game I'm looking towards. And yeah, I think the Falcons are a good young team. I have to say, right. So, you, so you, you, think, man, the you, think, you think Ritter could be their future, or he's just kind of a stopgap? No, he's a stopgap. He's not. He, my gosh, he's not even good. Okay. Bijan is carrying that team right now, and you know that too, Canteen. Ah, uh, now you're pushing it a little bit. Um, I think Jordan Love. I think Ritter. I think Ritter and Jordan Love will okay. both be good game managers. Um, I believe Ritter can run the ball, obviously, right. a little better than Jordan Love. But if you want me to say he's going to be Lamar no. Jackson, yeah. Jalen Hurts, he won't or be something a like that, though, no, not even close. He won't be a Sam I think Hill. Desmond Ritter's a good game manager that will be there for a few years until they find somebody better. Oh, my God, if you don't stop with the Sam Howell, Lord help me. <laughs> he, didn't he look good on one? I got to be he honest. Looked, he, looked, he looked pretty good. I, still, I was thinking he was a year away, but he I didn't mean, look he, good. He looked good, but come on, man. What are we talking about? Just because he had one good game, we're going to hype him up to be the next. I mean, no. No, I'm not believing it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to believe Sam Howe as the commander's savior until Joe Theismann tells me he is. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> he looked good. Theismann, All right. Hey, so real quick, I want to touch on this game. Uh, the Seahawks and the Lions. Uh, the Seahawks bounce back. Uh, and beat the Detroit Lions. Uh, the Seahawks, you know, didn't look too good in week one. Um, nor week two. Gino, well, Gino Smith didn't look good. Gino looked good, man. Operation date, you know, that's what I thought was happening. They lose to the Rams 30 to 13. Then they come back in overtime and win and beat what some people are considering, uh, the the leaders in their division to Detroit. I want to see what Mel thinks about this one if he's still on the line. Uh, you know. Detroit and uh, and the Seahawks losing to the Seahawks. What do you guys think about this game? Does this show that maybe Geno isn't quite done and the Seahawks can still be a viable team in the NFC? They, they'll a- still win their division. Okay, they'll still win their division. But at the, I had them winning the division. They're going to win it because I think San Francisco is going to reel a little. Yeah, he had them over the front iron. Yeah, I had them over. But Geno is just Geno, man. Geno is just Geno. That team is going to lose in the first round. I think the Lions showed you some heart. I think the only reason they lost is because Jared Goff 
had a had a shaky pick six towards the end, and he still drove down the field both times within very limited time and went down the field. And that's why that's the best quarterback in the NFC right there. That just showed me. Jared Goff. I wish the playoff. I wish the way that overtime is, it's like the playoffs. <laughs> because what? he didn't what? have a chance to what? show himself. What did you just say? Oh my. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I, I know everybody had Jalen Hurts there. Uh, did we not see what Jalen Hurts has been doing? He's not looking <laughs> so well. It's I'm putting Jared Goff up number it's one. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Just like. Actually, go ahead, Kate, because I think you're going to say the same thing I am. Go ahead, Kate. Go ahead. He looked good. He looked good. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to tell you, he looked good. You had a limited time. He drove down the field back to back. I hate the overtime rules in the regular season because in the regular season, if you score a touchdown, the game is over. He gets that ball back. I think they go for two. You know my boy Dan Campbell. He's going to go for the guts. He's going to go for the gusto. Okay. That's stole. So you say both these teams will win the division, and Jared Goff is the best quarterback in the NFC. I've said that, and y'all, y'all known I said what what's going to happen, and he's showing it right now. Well, how about this? How about how about this? Jared Goff is exactly who we know him to be, just like you said about Geno Smith. They both been in the league long enough that we know who they are as quarterbacks. We know their track right. records. We know what they can do. Jerry Goff is a game manager that if he can't, if he if he doesn't throw interceptions, can help his team win the game. Does that mean that he is going to be the catalyst for them winning the Super Bowl? No. It would be the defense. It would be the role players. If it's if you're gonna have Jared Goff, he's gonna be a game managing Trent Dilfer sort of you know winning the Super Bowl type quarterback. Okay. I think Jared Goff is a little better than that. I think if you give him time, he's pretty good. He's pretty solid. He's uh, maybe like a, J- a uh, Kirk Cousins 2.0. I mean, he's pretty good as long as you get him some time. He throws a pretty good ball. He can make all the throws. I don't know if he's the best quarterback in the NFC. Uh, I, I would put him probably number four, maybe uh, three or four in the NFC. But um, yeah, and I remember you talk about Jalen. I told you about Jalen Hurts, Jake. I told all of y'all about. It gonna have a down year. I, I said he was gonna have a step back also. That's why he's not the best quarterback in the NFC. Okay. All right. Who's the, best, okay, who's the best in the NFC then? Quarterback right now. The best don't quarterback. Don't put Dak in there, please. <laughs> oh, man. You're gonna put Dak. You're gonna put Dak. I think, I think for that game, man, Detroit. I mean, Detroit he got, he, Dak has got to be top three, though. Dak has to be top three. What did he do? In fact, the reason they're winning right now is because they're making sure he doesn't touch the ball much. What are you talking about? He threw it 38 times. What are you talking about? How many many carries did Tony Pollard have? (laughs) He had 20, I think. He had 25. Yeah. yeah. They're going to keep the ball away from him. I can't wait till they face a San Francisco team who's going to force him to win the game. Yeah, but he had 38 passes. I I mean, I agree that they shouldn't let him throw it too much, but how can you say that he's not one of the top quarterbacks Head to, all on Jared Jared Goff, other than St. Brown, doesn't have a good offense on his side. And he's still By doing way, numbers Jake, like crazy. Here's your hot take. Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the NFC. Let's go. Okay. Brock Purdy's he's there. He's got too much of a good roster. <laughs> it's hard to judge that. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I think Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy is I, there. I, 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 I get past him, man. 
I don't yeah, really think I, he's the best. Yes, I don't. Yeah, I think Brock Purdy's up there in maybe the top two or three. Uh, I like Matt Stafford. He's playing well uh, right now. And I, I told you that it would bounce back yeah. uh, this year. And, and, you know, Jared Goff is probably in the two, three, four, right in there. And, and you got to put Dak in there. You have to put Dak in there. He hasn't turned the ball over. Too, he played well. He's managed the game. Top, you he's got top there. four. Yeah. And, and, and you still got to put so Jalen Hurts those in other there. Three you just rate, I'll put Prescott at four. Yeah. yeah, and you still got to put Jalen Hurts in there. Uh, I think he hasn't been as good as he was last year. But at the same time, they're still winning games. He's still uh, coming up when they need it as far as, you know, making the team, driving the team down the field and, and coming up with, with – with, uh, plays and, and, and scores when they need him. So I can't totally dismiss him, but I know he's not going to have a great year last year. But yeah, I think Jalen Hurts is still there in the top four as well. Uh, three or four. Uh, that, that that would be, I would put golf probably three or four in the NFC. The end of the season, y'all be saying it. Y'all be saying it. Don't worry. Okay. We, maybe we will. We'll see. All right. So any other games y'all guys want to touch on uh, before we move on? In games that happen this this uh you got another game that you don't want to touch on. I know we had some pretty decent games. I, I was gonna say uh maybe not a game, but just a team. The Buccaneers that are two and oh. Uh Baker has looked pretty good. You guys think uh Buccaneers can make a run or you think this is just kind of an anomaly for a two and team at this point in the Bucks? Who they play? I mean they played the Bears yesterday. Who they played before the Bears though? Played Minnesota. It was a close game against them, too. That was close game, so they, I mean, they beat the Bears down pretty good. I don't think Baker Mayfield can take them the distance, though. I don't think so. Okay, so you think Baker has an expiration date? Okay. It'll be it'll be mid-season or towards <laughs> the end of the season. Don't make the playoff, something like that. But nah. you I wouldn't make on expiration. <laughs> Baker's expiration date was five years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Baker's, Baker's done, man. I'm, I'm glad that he's playing, really? again, a game manager role in Tampa, right? Getting the ball to your playmaker, Mike Evans, who has now had, okay. uh, I believe, 13 games over 200 yards in his career or something crazy or close to that. Something crazy right. like that. Um, pay that man his money. He's clearly your franchise player. Stop playing with the man and his money. Give him his money. That being said, yeah. Baker Mayfield, while he has that the weapons, he has the Chris Godwin. Their running game is still a little suspect with Rashawn White, um, although he has right. played well as a youngster. The defense is still there, which is what's really carrying them at this point and keeping them in the games. I just right. agree with Cam, though. I don't think Baker can take them to the playoffs. Okay. They'll lose next week. No, no, I, 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 I don't think he can go to distance. Okay. No, I agree. No, I don't think he can. Oh. I, I think you can. I, I'm saying I don't either. Oh, I don't either. Okay. Yeah, I think he's capable though. I think he's capable. Uh, I could see them upsetting the Eagles next week. I can see them upsetting the oh, Eagles next week. No, uh, the Eagles have not looked as great, and this is this could be a, a, a game where the, the Bucks could, you know, they may. I don't think they'll continue to win even if they beat the Eagles, because uh, they got they got the, the Saints after that, so they could lose that game and Detroit. And then the Atlanta game will be, who knows, that, that could be a good matchup. Then they got Buffalo. So they got a, a, bu- a bunch of tough games. So they need to, you know, get another win either against Philly or, or New Orleans in the next couple of weeks uh, going into the bye. 
Um, so if they come in, if they go into the bye three and one, the Bucks, man, that, that could be a positive sign for them. They come out and play Detroit. I think the Bucks could make a run. I don't know. They look pretty good. I like the way they look. Baker's playing pretty good. He's got some some weapons on the outside. Uh, uh, the way they've played so far. Uh, What's, what's the guy's name uh, that he threw with you? Um, Evans. Evans Mike is Evans. a great, Mike uh, great target on the outside. He's, he's playing really well. He had 171 yards. Justin Fields yeah. is a bust. They beat a bust. I, I, I remember when Canteen tried to say that he was going to show up this year. Uh, no, he, he, he practically sucks. So Justin Fields kind of showed us who he really is. Uh, I, I mean, come on. He'll be now. playing in the uh, XFL here soon. Come on, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Uh, I don't know. Or he will. He's he, or he he's might not be playing on the yet. Raiders. They oh. Been, oh, well, maybe, the, maybe the Broncos actually need him since he's an upgrade to Russell Wilson. Anyway, oh, and that's what I think he can Rustin become. I do believe he can become. You're so stupid. I do believe he can become a Russell Wilson 2.0, uh, sort of, but a better rusher. Justin Fields just needs to be more consistent. He needs to find his receivers downfield. DJ Moore has been getting double covered. He wasn't able to find Darnell Mooney. The run game has not been helping him at all. But Justin yeah. Fields is a good quarterback. Justin Fields has plays where he runs 70 yards. If they can just figure out how to get that RPO option working properly for Justin Fields and DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, yeah. they are going to be a decent team. And I think Justin Fields could be in the future, probably not this year, but could be in the future, a MVP type NFL quarterback. That's okay. blasphemy. That right there is it was worse than anything I've ever said. Hey, that he could ever have an MVP type year. Wow. Yeah, that I don't know about that. Trash. I mean, you expect him to take a step forward, and he hasn't really looked better. And he had, he, they got he wide receivers, too. They got wide receivers this offseason, too, for him. They got G.J. Moore, and he still can't do nothing. Your dad chiming in there, Omar. That's it's, what I saw, too, Ruben. It's, it's been two Ruben, games. Again, let them, let them than you, It's been two games. I don't know, but he, he hasn't I, seen marketed. I said that. I said D.J. Moore was double covered. He's not hitting his receiver. Yeah. All right, so let's look at a couple of games for next next year, next uh, week. Uh, Chargers and the Vikings. I think this is a key game for both of these. Both of these. Uh, I mean, the Chargers are zero two. The Vikings have, uh, are also. Are they also zero two? I can't remember. Vikings zero two. The I think Chargers zero two as well. Okay, so yeah, so that's why I think I was yeah, Vikings are only two. Yeah, yeah, this is a big game for both. It these is a both. must win for both of those teams. Man. Yeah, this is Chargers a must will win this one easily. Uh, okay, the Vikings are going to show us how mediocrity they are. Okay, well, this is a pick 'em game right now uh, on the line, so everybody thinks this is going to be a really close game. What do you got in this game? Uh, this is a key, key game for both of these teams. Uh, you, you can ill afford to go zero and three. At this point, and I'm thinking you're leaning Vikings because you said the Chargers were done. Well, what do you what do you got on this game, Omar? Yep, I agree. I think at home, I think the Vikings finally do put it all together and win a game. I think Alexander Madison has a better game against the Chargers defense that has been a little lacking. I do believe that okay. their receivers will be able to get open against J.C. Jackson and the crew. There, like you mentioned, Brandon Staley just does not have defense ready to go. I think Minnesota wins this game. 
Okay. Yeah. What do you got on this one? Right now, I mean, they said the spread is even right now. I don't, I don't, I don't foresee uh, Minnesota losing at home. And I like Kirk Cousins. I like, I like Herbert too. But I think the Vikings are hungry, man. The Vikings got to make something happen expeditiously, man. Because you got, I mean, that division looks, man. You got, you got them. You got the uh, Detroit. You got Green Bay. Everybody, everybody's in limbo right now. Because I think everybody's won like maybe one, one game. Well, I think right. those other two teams, Detroit's won one. Green Bay's won one. They've lost like one or two in it, one or one or whatever. But I think Minnesota's going to come out hungry. They're going to win in a close game. I'm going to say Minnesota by six. Okay. Yeah, I I tend to agree that Minnesota's going to come in and uh, play well in this game. I if they can just clean up their offense a little bit. Uh, they should have won at least one of the last two games. Um, but yeah, I think Minnesota's going to clean that up on offense. If they don't. Both of these teams, surprisingly, these two teams, their offense was their strength and their offense has kind of been their detriment this year. Chargers have not been able to pull it out, you know, the offense when they need it. Uh, the Vikings have just turned the ball over on offense. It looked decent as far as moving the ball and Justin Jefferson has looked good. You know, Kirk Cousins hasn't really played that bad. Even in the primetime game, people talk about Kirk in primetime. The last game, he did, he played well. It's just the Vikings kept coughing it up uh, against the Eagles. So, I feel like the Vikings going to finally put it together. Uh, like you said, this is a must win for both of these teams. If they want to make a playoff run, you can ill afford to go 0-3 at this point in the season. And so I feel the Vikings pull this out, and uh, this goes to Omar's, uh, you know, take that uh, the Chargers could be done uh, this season. And we can see the start to be the beginning of the end for, for, for the coach statement. All right, uh, I'm going to touch on one more game, and if you guys want to hit another game, let me know. I, I was thinking about the Falcons and the and the Lions. Surprisingly, this is a three-and-a-half point for, for the Lions. Uh, the Lions coming off a loss. The Falcons coming off a win uh, uh, this week. I thought like this could be, could be a very competitive game. This could be a big game for the rest of the season for them. Atlanta's 2-0 and right now, and uh, Detroit is 1-1. One and one. Uh Detroit wants to keep pace with, uh, you know, Minnesota and, and Green Bay because uh, we have Minnesota winning this next game. Uh, this is kind of a, I don't know if it's a must win, but this is a pretty big game for them playing a, a much improved Atlanta Falcons team that could give them some trouble there at home. What do you got in this game, guys? Uh, we can go uh, uh, Tan, Omar, Jake this time. Uh, who do you got winning this game, Falcons at Lions? Dan? Man, I think this is uh, the Falcons' first road trip. Yeah, this is the Falcons' first road trip, man. Right. And uh, what's that? You yeah, I'm just doing with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the Falcons' first road trip. I think it's it's not gonna look too good for the Falcons. Detroit okay. is hungry. Detroit lost a close one to okay. Seattle on Sunday. I like Detroit in a close one by three in okay. Detroit. Okay. Close one. Okay. What about you, Omar? What do you got here? Yeah, I gave my preview earlier, so I'm not going to go deep into it, but I agree with Ken again. Uh, just like the last game where we both think that they'll win, Minnesota will win by around seven. I think that the Lions will win three. And as you mentioned, by, by around three. And as you all mentioned, a very tough, competitive, hard nosed, close game. Okay. You got Detroit by three. What about you, Jake? 
Jared Goff wins 34-14. Uh, they blow this uh, team out, this aberration wow. Falcons team that everybody thinks they're so good now. And I think the Lions wow, can show them who they really are. Wow. Sorry, okay. Falcons fans. You still don't have a QB. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I like what the Falcons are doing on offense. I think this will be a ball control game for them. Uh, they have to keep the Lions offense off the field. I think they have a more explosive offense than the Falcons. And being on the road, the Falcons got to control the clock a little bit. So I feel like they're going to run the ball just as much, if not more, in this game. Kind of do that ball control or time clock, you know, control the clock a little bit, keep the Lions off. So I think that's why this will be a close game. Uh, I, I got the Lions winning, though, a close one still, too, as well. I think they pull it out in the end. Uh, something like a, I, th- I got a three-point game as well. Uh, the Lions pull it out in the end, maybe something like uh, 24 to 20, something like that. Uh, but it's going to be a very competitive, entertaining game. It should be good. Any other games you guys want to touch on uh, this this week coming week before we hit on uh, today's games that are, let's see, right now we got the Saints tied with the Panthers uh, going in mid-third quarter, 6-6, tight game there. And then we got the Browns and the Steelers. Uh, Browns up 11-7. Uh, in the second, the second quarter. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to the upset. Of the I week can't let you go. Guys. Okay. Oh, hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. I think Jake. I'm gonna let you go. Put your bet all in. I'm gonna let you go. Hold on, Jake. Hold on, Jake. Hold on. I'm gonna let you go, Jake. I promise. I don't want to have anything to say other than this. Flo, I'm not. Can't let that go. You said that they would win by three, and you said 24-20. So now we're looking at KNT and his math again. You know I ain't gonna let you go I'm with that math like that. that. I'm sorry, I got drunk together. KNT, so I'm gonna get y'all didn't catch it. Y'all didn't catch it. <laughs> They're drunk together. Shocker. I thought he, I just said it and then nobody laughs. So I said I'll just keep going and move on. <laughs> see, all right, upset right, of the week, guys. I'll try I'll to do it next week, guys. Easy. To slip it in there and see if anybody catches it. Nobody, but you caught it, Omar. Good job, Omar. Omar, you caught it. Good job. Good job Upset Omar. of the week next year. Next week, I'm telling y'all right now, guys. What? Listen, listen to me. Okay. Sam Howe just showed how great he is. Oh my god. He outduels. He outduels Josh you Allen. Next on the week. or something? Take. Take the Commanders over the Bills. They're upsetting the Bills next week. Y'all heard it here first. Be ready, guys. I can't wait. I can't wow. wait. Okay. Commanders upset Bills. They Where's go 3-0. The Commanders look Washington? legit. You know there's six and a half point underdogs. That is an upset. That's a big upset. They're going don't to don't take the points with everything. Don't go through that now. Anybody else got an upset special? That's that's a good one. I, I could see that happening, but I don't know. The Bills look pretty good this week. Sam Howell shows you why he's a better quarterback than Josh Allen. I, oh my hey, God. hey, okay. shocker here. I'm shocked just as much. He shows us everything. Josh Allen's a little better. overrated, guys. I don't know if he's better, but he's pretty easy. <laughs> Josh Allen played superb yesterday, bro. Anybody he played the Raiders. Anybody else got an upset special? No, that's fine. We don't have to. I just, I just wonder. I, I, and only Jake threw one out there. I got an upset special that I kind of mentioned earlier. Uh, the Eagles and the Bucks. Uh, they're playing at home. That Bucks, one, you're just high. I think the Bucks could upset the Eagles in this game. The Eagles have looked a little shaky. They had some turnovers. 
Jalen Hurts has not looked great. And it's not just because they're my division. I think just because of the Bucks. If the Bucks have been playing this well, I wouldn't pick this. But I think this is an upset special. I think the Bucks can pull this out by three against the Eagles as long as they don't turn it over. The defense has not looked great. Uh, but Baker has looked pretty decent with these wide receivers. Uh, uh, with Mike Evans. And uh, who's the other guy? The other wide receiver that they have? Chris Godwin. Yeah, Chris Godwin. I just think that they're going to play well. I, I like the way Baker's been playing. He looks motivated. Uh, he looks, you know, being in a new situation, in a new uh, team. He seems to be reinvigorated. Uh, we'll see what happens as long as, uh, you know, he doesn't get injured or something like that. But I, this could be an upset. I don't know that the Bucks are going to make the playoffs, per se, but this is my upset special this weekend. Bucks over the Eagles by three. All right, so let's look at this game right now that we're looking at. Uh, Saints tied up 6-6 late in the third, and then the Browns 11-7 over the Steelers. Uh, let's go uh, Browns first, and then we'll go Saints-Panthers. It's later. Uh, the game's going to finish a little earlier. Uh, let's, let's go Saints-Panthers because it's going to finish earlier, so let's go that game first. Saints and Panthers are tied right now. Who do you think is going to pull this out, uh, guys? Saints win it. Saints win it. Okay. And they, they, they're they going to finish it off. Hey, like I said, it's just the early time. It's, it's early right now. Okay. Derek Carr's learning it all. Don't worry. Okay. okay. It's third quarter. Yeah. 6-6. Six, six. Yeah. I, I, look, Go ahead, Omar. Saints by three. No, I was going to say I agree. Saints. Saints, Saints. Yep, Saints agree. by three. Saints. Okay. Uh, I tend to agree. I think the Saints are going to pull this out. Uh you know, they haven't looked great here. I don't know if it's the Panthers defense playing well and or it's the Saints struggling a little bit on offense. I tend to think uh, Derek Carr tends to struggle from game to game. So I think the, the Saints got just enough to pull this out by three as well. How about the Browns and the Steelers? Uh, you go first, Ken. We'll go the other direction. Ken, Omar, Jake. Uh, who you got here? Browns are leading here by four points. Or in Cam's version three, but uh, <laughs> but uh, what do you got here, Canteen? <laughs> Brown, going Browns. You gonna go Browns? Going Browns, game? bro. I like the Browns. Okay. Browns I'm not on the six. math, yo. I'm so <laughs> Shout out to the professor for catching that um, point. Yeah. Brown by six. And a four-point score. Browns by six. Okay, wow. Um, I actually, I predicted that the Steelers would win this game 17 to 10, so I'm going to keep that score and maybe the Steelers are going to take one. <laughs> they take one of Browns, one of the Browns points away to make your score true. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they can't get 10 now, but I'm still going <laughs> to, you know, I'm going to keep my original score and hopefully it's somewhere close to it. 17-11, I guess, maybe, something like that. That would be close. Yeah, what do you got, Jake, on this one? I got the Browns winning it, but now it's up to uh, Watson. I'm watching the game, and uh, Nick Chubb's out. He got a leg injury. He got, he done for the game. Oh. So, that, uh, Watson, oh. you want to show up? Show up now. You need to show up now. I, yeah, I agree with Hot Take Watson needs to show up this game because right. Watson has looked like trash all year. I agree with Jake. Yep. Okay. All year, it's one game, Omar. And they're, say they're saying that leg injury is way bad. They're saying he's not coming back for the season. Well, I know. He might be gone. Fantasy owners, sorry. But let's think about it. Last year, he didn't play well either. Well, that last year, yeah. But I mean, 
I mean, if you're counting last year, sucks. okay. So Watson, okay, on the clock. Okay, I'm I'm gonna no, tend to go. But, but isn't that his warm up? Wasn't that his warm up last year? Why does he get a warm up this year too? You don't need two warm ups. He had a warm up last year. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I think the Browns are going to be a pretty good team this year. I think Watson's going to play well this year. But like I said, I'm going to have to go with the Steelers because, you know, everybody kind of scoffed at me as as I said the Steelers would, would uh, maybe – I think they'll put them second in the division. But uh, I, I, Steelers need to win this game. They can't go down 0-2. This would be detrimental. They got a young quarterback in Kenny Pickett. Uh, they got a young Big. team, a young offense. And so they have to win this game. Uh, and, and then we can start to prove Jake wrong that uh, Mike Tomlin will have a losing season this year. I just don't see them having a losing season. I think the Steelers pull this one out. It's going to be a nail biter. I'm going to I'm going to go some crazy score and actually be correct. I'm going to say the right spread in the score, but it's going to be it looks like I think it's going to be something like uh, 22 to 20 two point game. 22 to 20. I don't know how the Browns get to 20. It's nine points. Maybe they kick three field goals. Is that what it is? Okay. So, yeah, that could happen. 21 to 20, something like that. Uh, or 22 to 20. Uh, I think the Steelers pull this game out uh, from the skin of their teeth. Uh, but I think the Browns still have a decent season. There's not one that looks good this year. Uh, but the Steelers need to win this game. Otherwise, they start. They, 0-2 is not good for them for them to make Man, the who the Steelers got next? Huh? Who the Steelers play next? I don't know. Who's still play next? Um, they play. Oh, Raiders! Oh, they got the Raiders. Don't get their first win finally. No, like I said, I think that them. I I I agree with Ken. I think the Steelers coming in uh, late on a uh, on a nighttime game from the East Coast. Kenny Pickett playing under the lights of Las Vegas. I think that's a Raiders victory. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, we covered everything. Anything else you guys want to shout out? Uh, anything you guys want to say? Wrapping up the show. Good, good show, man. You guys. Oh, we, uh, did we, uh... What do we do? What, Omar? Go ahead. Did we tell them? Did we tell them where where uh, we could they could find us at? Hello. Uh, yeah, we can. Uh, you can find us uh, at the Bottom Line Sports on any of the platforms. The Bottom Line Sports, the Bottom Line Sports on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, Ball and Buds carries the show as well. Ball and Buds Sports Entertainment carries the show. Uh, Let's Talk Sports normally carries the show. We have a disconnect with him. Shout out to Dan Harris. And, Join the uh, Facebook group. Come get us to 1,500. Hey, we're up oh. over 1,300 at least now. We're trying to make 15. And let's get to 14 and keep going. Hot take. Jake dropping his hot takes. Dropped his, his one. Hey, uh, listen to these upsets, man. I'm giving them to y'all. Serving he's them up. Dope. He's whooping the Broncos this weekend by at least. Hey, hot take, Jake. Throwing the throwing the takes down. Let's just hope he doesn't burn down the show with the hot takes he's got. <laughs> Never. Hey, Go Russ, ahead, you're on the clock, Russ. You better Russ come out. On the clock. Time to show up. He's gonna call Sean Payton up. <laughs> if they lose, starts now. Jake, be ready, Russ. Got Jake's got you on the on the, on the clock. Russ is on the, officially on the clock. 
from Super Bowl goals. And Josh so now Russ is on the clock. And, Bowl. and the whole AFC West. I can't wait. I can't wait, man. Y'all be ready. Y'all be ready. Woo. Hey, hey, Sam Howe, you're looking good like I said you would. At the bottom line, sports. Baby. At the bottom line, sports, y'all. Go subscribe. Come on, baby. Let's go. Hello, thanks everybody. Thanks, Jake. Thanks. Oh, Marlon, thanks again. I want to hang out after we can. If not, we'll see y'all later. Y'all don't gotta hang out. All in buds. Go subscribe to them as well. Marlon Buds Sports